praise the Lord. This is Bishop Lambert W. Gates Sr. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy the message and that it both inspires and challenges you to advance the kingdom of God. Read those words a third time, but this time aloud in unison. Let's say it together. What are those words? Be not grieved. My mind, uh, for whatever reason today, was revolving around this situation, situation that has arose here in, in uh, Genesis. Genesis is a book uh, comprised of about 50 chapters. All of us know it is the book of beginnings. And so many things uh, begin here in Genesis. It's really a book of revelation. I know Revelation is a book that ends the canon as we know it. But in truth, Genesis is a book of revelation. No one would know these things, and indeed no one knew these things until God um, revealed them to his servant Moses. All of these things that are written from very first chapter, very first verse, our words of revelation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Those are words of revelation because everybody doesn't know that. There is that category of people that the Bible calls fools. Anybody ever heard that scripture? The fool have said in his heart. There is no God. You have to be a fool to think that all that exists just came into existence on its own. There had to be somebody back behind who brought about what we call intelligent design. I believe it's impossible for this kind of order that comprises our world to exist <laughs> without there be, being somebody who operated in the chaos. Aren't you glad that you serve a God that specializes in working in chaotic situations? He worked in the chaos and that's why Moses was able to have that revelation in the beginning, God. Somebody called him that necessary being. Because nothing could have been without him. John talks about it later with his own revelation. and says, you know, uh, there was not anything made that was, that was not made by him. In the beginning was the word. Isn't that what John said? Word was what? With God. Word was God. Same was in the beginning with God. Nothing was made without him. He designed the world. Just got up, somebody said, on the morning of nothing. That's deep, ain't it? How, how do you get up on the morning of nothing? 
And then he just opens his mouth in nothingness and says, let there be. Mm. Some of you can relate because that's your situation. He, he took your nothingness and made something out of it. One songwriter said, I don't, I don't know how many know it song I heard growing up, something beautiful. Anybody heard that song? Something good, all of my confusion. He understood. All I had to offer him was brokenness and strife. But he said he made something beautiful out of my life. So Genesis is about that. It's about that beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then it's interesting, and I'm not going to stay there, but it says the earth was what? Void. Without what? Form. Darkness was upon the face of the deep and uh, that's that's a mystery all by itself and many people try to conjecture what it is I I'm gonna tell you I really don't know I don't know he made everything in the first verse and did everything <laughs> was void formless <laughs> darkness is on the face of the deep all we can do is conjecture, and I know you've heard some scholars conjecture, especially Pentecostal scholars, and what we call the gap theory, you know, and um, many believe that's when Satan rebelled against God and war broke out in the cosmos, and that's how we came up with the Grand Canyon. I've heard those theories, y'all hear that stuff? See, they say all of that stuff is because there was war in the heavens and, and uh, it just tore this world asunder and threw it into a, uh, an abyss of darkness. Some say that's where the dinosaurs were. I guess that makes sense, you know. They were somewhere. Those bones, y'all don't want to talk to me tonight, you know. You can't deny those bones there. Them dinosaurs were somewhere back there, y'all. That, if you're going to conjecture, I suppose that's a good place to put it. But, but the point is, perhaps something happened that caused the world to be void or empty. Hmm? And uh, formless and dark. But what I love about it, when there was darkness upon the deep, the Bible says that the Spirit of God moved upon the face somebody ought to tell God move on me right now mm. you know wherever God moves something got to happen wherever God moves things have to get in motion nothing stays stagnant where God is that's why I don't know why saints, some saints like to be stagnant and stuck God, when the first time you introduced to the Spirit, God, the Spirit is moving. Not sitting somewhere, not settled in one place. <laughs> Bible says the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And then that's when God got busy with his creative acts. And the world uh, came into existence as we know it today. 
Genesis records the beginning of the first man and first woman and tells us how they were created. They were created in the image of God. How many of y'all know that you're something special? Everybody tell somebody, I'm special, I'm special. <laughs> special because God made you. <laughs> Differentiated from everything else. Huh? Because we are the only ones God created in his image. And in his likeness. Which means God has expectation of us. That he doesn't have of anybody else. Now, I don't know about you all, and I hope I don't offend nobody. I'm better than a dog. Oh, I'm, I'm making some dog lovers upset. Your dog is fine, but, but your dog is not human. I had a trainer. Uh, I, I tell my church about him sometime and went to him for a good little while. You can tell I ain't been there lately, but... <laughs> He would take a shower with his dog. Now that's too close for me. Some people think dogs are just like, no they're not. Some people think their kitty cat is just like you, no they're not. <laughs> what God said about man, he didn't say about anything else. Bible said when he made man God got intimate with the activity metaphorically he can I take my time tonight stooped down into the dust of the earth formed it with his own hand somebody ought to tell somebody I'm fearfully and wonderfully made God fashioned me with his hand and then after he formed me with his hand from the dust of the earth the Bible says that God metaphorically stooped down from heaven, breathed into the nostrils of man, and man became a living soul. Somebody ought to tell God, breathe on me right now. He used to sing that song, let the breath of the Lord now breathe on me. Beginning of humankind is there, and we know the story of the fall, introduction of sin. Then we are introduced to God's plan and methodology of redemption. Then we watch God delineate for himself a people that brings us to where we are tonight. Has to have a people to bring about the redeemer, the seed of the woman. That's what he told the serpent. He's going to give you a death blow you're gonna bruise his heel but, but he's gonna bruise your head how many y'all know the devil is already defeated <laughs> already defeated <laughs> Genesis records the process by which God initiates all of these things there we introduced Abraham and the Abrahamic covenant I'm not going into every facet of it but but Abraham we introduced to in chapter 11 he's called out from the land of earth from the house of his father Tira and God tells him y'all you know it's a lovely little story he tells him mama I want you to go into a land that that I will show thee I'm calling Abraham out in 
faith. And then he tells them, you know, I'm going to take your seed and, and through your seed, y'all know the story, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. Isn't that something? Abraham obeys the command of God, steps out. I always like to talk about that. And, and goes uh, in a direction that he doesn't even know what the direction is. He just follows God. Follows God not knowing what the destination is. You know, I, I get troubled with folk today that, that know everything. <laughs> Aren't you troubled by that? Believers today think they're supposed to know everything. You, if you know everything, you don't need faith. You, you, we operate in faith for the unknown. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I, I don't know what the destination is, but I know a God who does know. And so I trust him. Hello. A lot of y'all know the future. I'm not going to get no help tonight. Some of y'all sit next to a prophet and prophetess. They know everything about life. They even know the weather tomorrow. I don't know the weather. I don't even know what's going to exactly happen to my, I know what my plans are, but I don't exactly know what's going to happen to my, but because I have faith, I know him who holds to my. <laughs> and so Abraham is that catalyst. You go from Abraham, God is delineating his plan, his process. You go from Abraham, you get to Isaac, and from Isaac, you get to Jacob, and Jacob, you get to his sons. And that sets up the stage, and all of this is beginning. Israel is beginning. In Genesis, we read about Israel, and my terminology is Israel is in what I call their embryonic state. They have not matured yet as a nation. It'd be hundreds of years before they blossom. <laughs> But they're still God's chosen. They're still God's elect. They're still God's special people. They're still God's uh, uh, called out ones. They're still God's priest nation. They're, they're not fully formed yet. They're not known as a nation. <laughs> you know, it, what I like about God, he always starts out with small stuff. And some of you all ain't going to never get to the big stuff because you don't praise him for the small stuff. I wish I was in the right church. Some of us live with resentment. Our lives, I feel like preaching, I believe. Our lives are jaundice. Look at your neighbor. You might be sitting next to a jaundice believer. Angry. Upset. You know, we live, in, we live in a day where everybody feels like they're entitled. And a lot of that is not the fault of the saints. It's, it's a lot of us preachers who have mistaught you. And this puts you at the top. No, 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 baby. You got to climb that mountain. Can I get a witness in here? There's no victory without a fight. 
I'm sick and tired of people preaching cheap salvation. But I know, I know getting saved is free, but y'all ain't going to hear me. But if you're going to grow in God, it's going to cost you something. If any man come unto me, he must deny himself. We need somebody willing to deny themselves. Then you got to take up your cross and he said, follow me. And let me tell you something. There ain't no need in taking up a cross if you ain't planning on getting on the cross. I wish I was preaching right now. Jesus carried his cross to Calvary. Despise. I feel like y'all need to tell somebody that. Despise not the days of small things. We can't get to the big things. Can I stay here just a moment? Because we're too busy resenting the little things. Why would God give me a, a palatial house when, when I'm ungrateful for my three-room bungalow? I'm walking around resentful because Suffolk and Bishop Edwell's house is five times bigger than my house. And I'm being resentful. I done forgot about all the homeless folk I walked by today. Don't have no place to live. I wish I was in the right church. I'm upset because, because Bishop Dockery's car is longer than my car. And I done walked by all the people today that don't even have bus fare. Somebody need to tell somebody, you better praise God for what you have right now. I wish I had some praises in the house. Who can praise God for just a little bit? Oh, I wish I had somebody that would tell your neighbor, I'm giving him a big praise. For just a little bit. Because he told me, if I be faithful in a few things. If I praise him for a little bit, he'll place me over a whole lot. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. So just take 10 seconds and praise him and then you can be seated. But act like you're grateful. Act like you're grateful. I'm grateful. I don't have designer clothes, but I'm grateful for the clothes I got from the budget store. I don't have the best car, but I'm grateful for a putt-putt. I can't afford membership at the Beverly Hills Club, but I thank God I'm still alive. I'm clothed and I got activity of my limbs and I'm in my right mind. I could be crazy. But I got enough sense to tell God, thank you. He coming. He coming. He coming, son. 
You may be seated. I need an old mother to tell somebody I praise him for what he's done. Sometimes we too fancy with the song. The old mother just said, I praise him. I praise him. I praise him for what he has done. What did he do? He's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Look where he brought me from. Look what he took me through. Look where I'm headed in him. My time is just about gone. <laughs> he forms this little, this little country. I love, you know, I hear some of y'all praising him. I love to hear saints praise the Lord. <laughs> Can't nobody praise him like sanctified folks. Let the redeemed of the Lord sing. I'm trying to move on, but I'm having flashbacks. I'm having flashbacks. I remember that day. Can I use my bonnets? I remember that day I liked it, didn't make it. But then came Jesus. Brought me out of the miry clay. Set my feet on a rock to stay. Put a song in my soul today song of his praises hallelujah hear the object joseph has no sons still an embryonic nation but god is growing the nation and he has no sons you know the bible story and uh most of them, he, you know, Bible something else. He had by women he didn't really love. Y'all trying to get quiet on me. Disregard. Bless the book. He really did love Leah. Poor Leah. You know, I feel sorry for Leah. a mess ain't that something Leah was twisted Bishop Dockery like some of these women are twisted today they keep having babies for a man that don't love them I'm getting in trouble I wish somebody would tell me preach because I'm scared She, she, one of the babies, she, she said, I'm going to have this one. She said, maybe he'll love me now. He didn't love her. He, he loved Rachel. I'm in the book, y'all. <laughs> he loved Rachel. And Rachel had two sons. Well, there's only one son I'm primarily concerned with tonight. Um, his name was Joseph. Benjamin was the baby son. And 
That's when Rachel died in childbirth with Benjamin or Benoni, son of my trouble. Joseph was first born to Rachel and, 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 and when Joseph was born, there was a gap between him and Benjamin. When Joseph was born, his daddy was doting all over him. Like Bishop and Lady Doctor over this new grandbaby. I feel <laughs> he was a son of his pride, apple of his eye. <laughs> he was special to his father. I'm going to tell you the truth. Not only was he special to his father, he was special to God. And then his father loved him so much until he couldn't help but distinguish him. Can I have about seven minutes? Y'all didn't say I could. Treated him a little bit better, didn't he? He loved Joseph. Bible says he bought him a coat of many colors. He didn't get those other boys a coat of many colors. <laughs> you know, you know, children know when a parent has a favorite. <laughs> Can I get a witness somewhere? Let me hear all the non-favorites say amen. You... <laughs> Some of y'all been scarred for life. You're still, still upset with your mom and daddy. I don't even know what you see in them. <laughs> And he couldn't help himself. <laughs> he cherished Joseph. And not only though did, 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 did Jacob cherish Joseph. I, I, I hate to tell y'all this. God cherished Joseph. Now he loved us all. But, but God for whatever reason he deals with us differently. Can I get a witness somewhere? Loves every one of us, but, 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 but his call is not always the same for every one of us. There's some of us that God chooses to use in unique ways. And it's not for us to get puffed up and proud. It's just a sovereign act of the selection of God. And God loved Joseph and, 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 and dealt with Joseph differently from the other brothers. And, 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 and we know he did because, because the Bible says that Joseph was a dreamer. <laughs> Isn't it nice when God invades your dream life? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Maybe, maybe I'm in the, anybody in this room ever had a visitation from God? while you were asleep how many know he can talk to you while you're asleep minister to your spirit let me tell you something and i'm gonna just drop this on you sometime god pays you a visit and your conscious mind doesn't ever know he came you'll get this later but you ever went to bed troubled and woke up all right that didn't just happen by chance. God stopped by your bed last night. 
and minister I feel like talking to somebody I wish I had some believers he will minister to you in your subconscious mind and you'll go to bed in hell but wake up the next morning and say I got a feeling that everything is gonna be all right if somebody know what I'm talking about look at your neighbor and say I don't know when he did it but he did it he fixed my mind and I don't know how he fixed my mind but I went to bed tormented but woke up in the morning free weeping may endure for a night but joy Lord just told me to tell somebody I'm gonna visit you tonight told me you may as well praise me now because when you get home I'm gonna walk up in your bedroom I'm gonna get in bed underneath the covers and by the time you wake up in the morning I dare you to prophesy to a neighbor because I feel it in my spirit tell your neighbor by the time you wake up in the morning the Lord will have already fixed it who am I talking to who needs an overnight fix if it's you you ought to praise him for what's gonna happen in the morning need you to tell three people I'm prophesying tell me it's getting ready to happen it's getting ready it's getting ready it's getting ready it's getting ready y'all got to do it do it Jake's on and say it's getting ready get ready get ready get ready get ready it's getting ready to happen I don't know what it is it's getting ready to happen somebody's going to get healed somebody's going to get their bills paid somebody's child is getting ready to get saved somebody's marriage is getting ready to be put back together it's getting ready to happen lift their hands up and say let it be me you may be seated <laughs> pastor he told me he's gonna fix your church I'm talking to some pastors right now he told me I'm gonna fix your church I'm gonna do with your congregation what you couldn't do because God specializes y'all ain't hearing me so he was that son I gotta close he's that son he was that one that God favored he was that one that God set his eyes upon and God dealt with him. Y'all know he dealt with him, didn't he? Talked to him and told him, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you somewhere. And where I'm taking you, everybody can't go. Somebody said favor's not fair. That's the truth. Favor's not fair. Favor's just in the hands of God. Hmm? Nebuchadnezzar when he came to his senses he said he'd do it according to his will in the armies of heaven and among all the inhabitants of the earth y'all remember that? said none can stay his hand or say what doest thou 
He just does what he wants to do. And what I like, he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Like he wants to do it. And that's why can't nobody do you like Jesus. I just do what I do. Tell somebody, he just does what he does. And you that know you got a special anointing and blessing on your life, tell him, he just deals with me like he deals with me. And, 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 and then bring it on down to earth and say, what makes it so amazing is I already know I don't deserve it. You don't earn favor, God just gives favor. You don't earn grace. I want to talk to somebody. Quit walking around here acting like you deserve grace. No, grace is his unmerited favor. That's why you're looking at me strange when I jump up and down. And some of you are wondering why I've jumped up and down ten times tonight. It's because I cannot figure out why God would bless a wretch like me. Amazing grace. Anybody feel like I feel? I don't have no business preaching to you tonight. I said it. I don't have no business being somebody's presiding bishop. But thank God for his grace. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to praise you. We got to run on, take 10 seconds and thank him for that grace. Thank him for that house you ain't got no business being in. Thank him for that job you ain't got no business having. Some of y'all know you ought to still be in the street, but he brought you out the street and cleaned you up. Thank God for the cleanup. Thank God for his redemption. So he made the mistake. I need five more minutes. You may be sitting. He made the mistake. Of telling others what God was doing in his life. I'm not one who says you should never speak it. I just think you need to be selective about to whom you speak. Because there's saboteurs in the church. Ghostbusters. Dream killers. Y'all ain't saying nothing. That's why the pastor can't talk to everybody when God puts a vision in his spirit. Because everybody don't see what the pastor can see, y'all. I remember when we built that church in Indianapolis, uh, I didn't tell the board how much money we had in the bank. Because we didn't have much money in the bank. <laughs> But how many know when God says I'm going to do it? How many know he'll do it? Look at your neighbor and say, 
Say confidently, he will do it. Tell him I'm talking to you. I'm prophesying tonight. Look back at your neighbor. Make eye contact with him and tell him, thus saith the Lord. I will do it. Look back at him and say, God said, ask me a hard thing. but he told me to tell somebody tonight you've been thinking too small talking too small he told me to tell somebody your prayer is too little he said I want to bless you with a ridiculous blessing that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard I wish I had some takers tonight. Is there anybody in this room that will accept the impossible? Who in this room is willing to receive that blessing that has evaded you? The last 10 years, the Lord told me, if you wrap your arms around it with a praise right now. Oh, I feel like preaching. I see showers of blessing. I see showers. Of, I see showers of blessing. Ah. You can be seated, but before you sit down, rocking your blessing for a minute. Rock. Surely goodness and mercy. I'm trying to move on. got to close Joseph shared his dream it's 923 shooting for 930 I just want you to take this home with you tonight somebody not, is not going to be the same after tonight I'm not blowing smoke at you I feel God in the house tonight somebody's not going to be the same can I say that again somebody's not going to be the same Ikabositia God said, I'm going to shake some stuff up. I'm going to move some things around. <laughs> Joseph's brothers became jealous of him. And I don't have to go through all the machinations to tell you the story. They set him up. You know what they did? They, they, they took him off. Tricked their father into releasing him. I believe Jacob sensed some messiness. 
released his son to go with them. And you know what they did. <laughs> Truth is, they would have killed him had not one of his brothers had just a little bit of righteousness. And say, we can't kill him, he's our brother. Oh, I wish the church would learn that today. I wish, deliver me from the bloodthirsty saint. Why would you want to shed my blood when Jesus has shed his blood? Threw him in a ditch. Thank God for ditches. Some of y'all don't even know the ditch saved your life. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock. He put a song in my soul. Your neighbor don't get it. Tell your neighbor that did save his life. It hid him from the murderers. Some of y'all can't handle being unknown and being obscure. But you don't know. God says I'm preserving you for another time. If I leave you out front, somebody will kill you. And you can't be killed until my mission is performed in your life. Oh, I need somebody to tell somebody, I can't die. Now don't let your neighbor get you twisted. You're not telling that your neighbor that you're going to live forever. But tell your neighbor, I know I can't die now. Because I still got some unfulfilled promises that have to come to pass. All of the promises of God in him are yet. Oh. I wish somebody, don't speak it to your neighbor, they won't believe it. Speak it over yourself and say it shall come to pass. I'm gonna live to see it. I'm gonna live to enjoy it. Tell somebody, I don't feel like dying just yet. I want every blessing he promised me. Every word he spoke in eternity. I'm going to live till it comes to pass in my reality. Trying to close. You may be seated. And so they sell him away a slave. <laughs> sell him away a slave. Isn't that horrible? For a man who, who in reality is a young prince. <laughs> and they send him away. Can I talk? I got time. They sent him away. Into Egypt. 
his house. You know what happens in part of his house. He goes in a slave, but a few days later, he's the steward of the house. Isn't it amazing how God puts you up? <laughs> then Potiphar's wife sets her eyes on him. Y'all know the story? Because she spots that anointing. She spots that favor. Realize it's never you. Help your neighbor break the ego and tell him you really ain't that good. Oh, I want you to work with him. Tell him you ain't that handsome and you ain't that pretty. Oh, go back at him. Say, I got to break you down tonight. Tell him you ain't even that important. It's that anointing that the devil's after. You ain't that big. He just wants to kill the God that's in you because he wants to cancel the assignment. See, when you get it right, you can work it right. But you got to get your mind in order. You don't sing that good. You don't preach that good. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You don't dress that good. You ain't about nothing until the devil wants to be bothered with you. You say I can talk tonight? <laughs> that trouble keep coming to me because God's in you. Part of his house. Sister Part of him messes him up. He ends up in the jail. uses him in the jail. See, see, when God's anointing, can I talk tonight? When his anointing and favor is upon you, he's using you in every season of your life. The Lord told me to tell somebody, I'm using you right now. Even in the quiet season. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I feel like preaching here tonight. You ever, you ever have that, that season in your life when God goes on radio silence? The Lord told me to tell you, I'm using you even when I'm not talking to you. He said, when I'm not talking, I still got goodness and mercy. need some honest folk. Don't act like you prayed every day. God said I kept you on your prayerless days. I wish I had some honest folk. Tell somebody he kept me on the days I didn't pray. I was too mad to pray. I was too frustrated to pray. 
and the devil thought he had me but God said get back devil they may not have prayed but my blood is still on them I'm getting ready to close I'm in the dungeon. My brothers have betrayed me. I thought I had a, a release in Potiphar's house. I went in his house. I didn't do nothing but good. <laughs> this man trusted me with everything, even his wife. And, and I kept his wife. He didn't know his wife was wicked. I could have slipped it in. And nobody would have known what went down. But because I have integrity. And, and I don't deserve to be in the dungeon I didn't do anything to merit being in the dungeon but you had favor see sometimes oh God we miss teach favor and we think favor only means sunshine but David said yea though I walk through the valley <laughs> thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me <laughs> I'm closing forgets him. Even when people forget you, God. He still has you on his mind. And I remember a message. Can I have a couple more minutes? remember message God gave me years ago when the Lord said I have you graven in the palms of my hand God told me to tell you every time I lift my hands up I see your name every time I get ready y'all not hearing me tonight God said every time I get ready to work and I raise my hand in the action, he says, I see your name engraved in my hand that reminds me that you got a blessing coming. Tell somebody you might be next in line. That neighbor didn't receive it because I didn't hear no noise. 
find you somebody that's hungry for a miracle and tell them you might be next in line tell them it just might be your turn before this service is over do you know the story God let the man forget you know how many of y'all know God is strategic he doesn't do anything haphazardly he's strategic about what he does he has a reason for everything that he does I heard one man of God say, and his timing is perfect. You can't tell God when you need to be delivered. He knows when to deliver you. <laughs> and so, he ends up in Pharaoh's house. And by the time God gets through, I'm getting ready to close. You've been so patient. Not only is he in Pharaoh's house, he becomes the prime minister of all of Egypt. And Pharaoh de facto has put the kingdom in his hands. But he's still not delivered. Because he's still, y'all ain't going to like me tonight. He's still angry. He's still resentful. He's still mad at his brothers. He's resentful about what he had to go through. Y'all done got quiet now. To everybody shouting, not free. See, every scream you hear is not a scream of deliverance. Some of the screams are screams of resentment. Screams of torment. And there are a lot of tormented people. I feel like talking to y'all tonight. Sitting in the pew. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm looking to see if you got a spirit of freedom or a spirit of torment. Saints carry a lot of baggage. Tell me the priest, Pastor Glaze, I need to be released. You're a psychology major, aren't you? I thought so. You know they're like crazy. Um. That's not a, po a politically correct word to use, but tonight, I, is it okay if I don't moan tonight? The longer I pastor, the more I understand. Well, you got a psychology degree too. There are a lot of saints who are tore up from the inside. 
they made it from the prison to Potiphar's house. But they don't know how to enjoy Potiphar's house because they're still tied to the past. Oh, I want to preach. Y'all won't tell me to preach. They carried around baggage. And I'm not delegitimizing your hurt, but you'll never be free until you get released from your hurt. You can speak in tongues, you can run and dance, you can jump and shout, you can preach and sing. But you're not free until you're able to release your pain. Look at somebody and say, I'm not playing with you tonight. I'm on a Holy Ghost mission to minister to your deepest pain, your deepest hurt, your deepest struggle. And the Lord told me to tell you, come unto me. Oh, ye that labor. Pastors, pastoring, heart. Sitting in the big seat with your head, with your legs crossed and your head held high, heart. Saved and sanctified, but hell raising at home. And I'm going to take you tonight. It don't mean I'm not saved. I'm just wounded. But why should you remain wounded when he was bruised? Wounded for my transgression. Bruised for my iniquity. Tell somebody he was chastised. So that you and I can have peace. Why would I not have peace when I serve the Prince of Peace? I need two more minutes. I won't take it until you tell me to take two more minutes. Tell your neighbor, you ain't gonna need the psychologist tomorrow if you take this medicine tonight. I leave unto you my peace I give unto you not as the world giveth God has a peace oh I feel like preaching here tonight a mind blowing peace a brain short circuiting peace God says I have a peace that don't make no sense it passive all understanding. I got to close. So I want everybody to look at somebody. Let the Holy Ghost turn your head this time. Think about it before you turn your head. 
and make eye contact and make them look at you. Talk to them like an old church mother or church father. Say, look at me. <laughs> tell them the Lord told the preacher to tell me to tell you be not grieved. Don't be angry with yourself. Stop the self-loathing. Stop the self-hating. Be not grief. Don't get hung up on your past. You dropped the ball. Yes, you failed God. But be not grief. He said, I died that you might live. I knew you were going to fall before you fell. Be not grief. See, we don't like to preach like that. He died for our sins, y'all. See, you don't like, I really don't want my brother to preach like that. He died for your sins, B.C. and A.D. They're going to impeach me now. So since I'm going to get impeached, I may as well tell it all. He died for your sins before you got saved. He died for your sins after you got saved. If we sin. I didn't tell you to sin. But he said if we sin. We have an advocate with the father. I need somebody to help me preach. Look at somebody boldly. Some of you too self-righteous to say it, but if you're not, look at somebody boldly and say, I don't care what you know about me. I dare you. Look back up. Say, I don't care what you've been gossiping about. What you've been telling other saints when I failed, when I did this, when I did that. I have an advocate with the Father. You can say everything you want to say. I'm not walking around the church with my head hung down. Who can lay any charge to God's elect? Tell your neighbor I'm not trying to sin. And I'm not condoning sin. But if I sin, I got an advocate with the Father. The devil is an accuser of the brethren. But every time the devil accuses, Jesus walks up and say, but the blood. When I see the blood, Take your neighbor's hand and say, hey, neighbor. Now, I know we're not supposed to shake hands. Excuse me for telling you to shake hands. 
but look back at your neighbor and say hey neighbor the blood sign my name the blood what can wash away my sin what can make me whole again would you answer your neighbor and say nothing 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 oh precious is that flow give yourself a bath with the blood that makes me white as snow no other found out no nothing that's why I heard the mother say keep me under the blood that precious blood under that cleansing healing flood keep me savior from day to day under that precious blood bother your neighbor one last time and say hey neighbor I will not be grieved cause I'm under the blood my sins are under the blood my money is under the blood my job is under the blood my marriage is under the blood my children are under the blood <laughs> I need some pastor to tell another pastor my church is under the blood my members are under the blood Saints tell each other, my pastor's under the blood. I feel like shouting. I feel like dancing. I feel like running. Ah, the blood. Look at your neighbor and forgive me one more time. Say, neighbor, I can't be grieved. Say, neighbor, I refuse to be grieved. Say, neighbor, I will not be grieved. Because if God be fought, Go back at him and say, I'm gonna sign off here. I can't be grieved. It don't matter what happened. It don't matter what come up against me. Tell him I can't be grieved. Because all things work together for the good to them that love God. 
according to his plan. It's working out. Yes, sir. It's working out. For listening to L.W. Gates Ministries. If you were blessed by this message, help us share the good news of Jesus Christ with people all over the world by sowing a gift in any amount to this ministry. Visit lwgatesministries.org to give your gift today. Thank you again for listening to L.W. Gates Ministries.